this is a story all about how when life in high school goes up and down, it'll take 20 minutes to sit right there. We'll tell you some fun facts and education on self-care. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool, and talking to students instead of the school. When a couple of students who were trying to be cool wondered what was happening in the episode. Well, we want to give advice so you're not scared. So come and join the fun and we'll tell you what's out there. The Sammy and the Seeds, we know the deal. The topics and advice are so fresh and so real. If anything I could say, this podcast is rare. The stories, the people, you don't want to miss this, I swear. We hope all this is helpful and everyone will listen. Tell all your friends and family we're on a mission. You know where we are. Remember our tune. We're in the SSO. Come visit us soon. Welcome back to Coffee with the Counselors. I'm Miss Deeds and I'm here with Miss Amy and we're here for another week of fun facts and awesome tips. So <laughs> uh, this week, since we're so close to Valentine's Day, we thought that we would talk a little bit about relationships, mostly focusing on re- romantic relationships. And um, although Valentine's Day doesn't have to be about romantic relationships, uh, we have some fun guests that we're going to highlight later on in our podcast and you know we just like to talk about things (laughs) so in light of valentine's day i know sometimes valentine's day can be contentious you know some people hate valentine's day i used to not like valentine's day very much as we think about different people different listeners we know that there's going to be people who are listening who are in relationships and so what are some qualities that you would say mrs deeds Um, that are important for healthy relationships for teenagers? I think communication is really important for a relationship of any age and being able to feel safe in your relationship. So whether that's saying like, if your partner wants to ask you to do something and you have too much to do and just being able to be empowered to say no and not feel guilty about it, I think is something important as a young person, um, being able to balance your life and um, not being scared they're going to go and text someone else or call somebody else, but being comfortable in your relationship and the way that you communicate with one another. I think being able to trust a partner is important, Um, feel like you're uh, heard, not Mm -hmm. just like people hear the stuff coming in and out, but like really understand and can be empathetic with you. Um, What do you think? I would agree. I think just mutual respect for the other person is important, you know? Um, Yeah. Like not trying to change who the other person is or who you are in order to like fit together. Yes. And also, yeah, being true to yourself and just exploring what kind of personalities fit together, you know? Maybe even thinking, um, I don't know if we've talked about this before on here or not, but like your love language and like how everybody receives and gives love in a different way. I mean, I've never read the book, but I I know that there's like physical um, touch, physical touch, quality time, gifts, acts of service, Uh and words of affirmation yes yeah 
and like how you give and how you receive love, like the priority of those could be different. Mm -hmm. Do you know what yours would be? My love language, the way that I receive is um, quality time. So I think that's like my highest one because I think it's like the time spent together that's most important or quality time, not just like any time spent together. But also I think the way that I give love is through gifts and also quality time. Yeah. So it's actually interesting, like those kind of things we had to, and I got married to my husband, Paul. Those are some things that we had to learn about each other too, because, you know, his way of showing love is acts of service. So like, I don't know, mowing the lawn or doing things around the house or cleaning those kind of things, like emptying the dishwasher, those would be his way of showing me love. But I didn't realize that. And then I would just kind of not, he would do those things, but I wouldn't appreciate him in the way that he received it, you know, which is like to say really thank you or to show that I acknowledged him doing that. I was just like, oh, he's doing it great. You know, instead of realizing that he's actually doing it for me. Mm -hmm. um, and then mine was quality time, but like if he was out doing different things, like his acts of service, you know, and not prioritizing just like having a good conversation with me or, you know, those kind of things. And we also sometimes would not understand that what the other person was trying to do, you know, so then we would, we needed space and time to like figure out, oh, you're actually doing this because it's kind of a love language to the other person. And then when we saw that, then we could appreciate those things more and also try to be more conscious about like, loving the other person in the way that they want to be shown love too. Because even if you think about like Valentine's Day coming up, I feel like when I was younger, I was like, oh, I hope my partner sends me something, right? Or gives me something as a appreciation. And now I don't really care about that at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is probably just like a maturity thing too. Like, everyone else was receiving all these things. Like I wanted to receive it in the, like I was comparing myself to other people when I was younger, again, like a maturity issue. <laughs> but like now I would much rather like spend quality time and have um, like words of affirmation, mm -hmm. I think of like why my husband cares about me or like saying things like I love you or you know, things like that, or I care about you, or I like this about you, like, that's more important to me now than, like, getting a stuffed teddy bear and some flowers. <laughs> yeah. So I think over time, too, those things can shift and change. Yeah, and I think that's what makes people wonderful, is that we're always changing and evolving, and we're on this journey, so that's another thing I think young people, students who are listening should keep in mind too, as you're entering into different dating relationships and exploring yourself and people around you, like you're not always going to be stuck in this time and place forever. You know, we're constantly changing. So keeping that into perspective as like in relationship to the person that you have a relationship with. And, you know, everything is so heightened when you're younger because it's the first time that you're experiencing it 
experiencing it. <laughs> so like, you know, like the first time that you date somebody, you're like, oh, this is what this is like. I've never had this experience before. Or the first time that you break up with someone like, oh, this is what it's like. And then going to a school where there's only, you know, not that many people in your grade and having to interact with that person also can be difficult. Yeah. But my sister and her husband, um, they met when they were 15 and uh, they went to college together and, you know, now they've been together. I think this year will be 20 years. So that's a really long time. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, over time um, and I think it's very rare and they have a daughter who is in high school and she feels pressured that she needs to meet her her spouse um, in high school because her parents did. And so like me and, um, my parents, I've had conversations with her about like, everyone is different and it's great that worked out for your mom, but that doesn't work out for everybody. And I mean, even for myself, like I was in a pretty serious relationship when I was in college and even after college, and then it ended and I was like 24 or five maybe. And back at, the beginning <laughs> and like but I like and at the moment I thought oh this is like the worst thing ever right because every one of my friends like a lot of my friends were like getting married and I was not close to that at all but mm -hmm. looking back I feel like that time from like 24 or 25 until I met my husband you know um was great because it actually allowed me room to really discover who I was. I did things for myself on purpose. Like I ran a half marathon. I don't even like running, but like the dedication to it and like the time that I'm like pretty deep and reflective, like the time that you run, like was dedicated for me to like be reflective in those moments. And, um, I met some different people and figured out what I liked and what I didn't like. And, um, you know, sometimes those moments where you feel like you're missing out or, you know, back then I felt like by certain ages, I had to like obtain certain things and I felt behind, but I feel like really, I was just like where I was supposed to be in that moment. And, um, it led me to my, husband and my current life now. And I don't think that I would change that for anything. So, yeah. So you just have to, the, the growth really happens in those moments when maybe the hardship happens and asking yourself and figuring out who you are is the most important part of the journey. Mm -hmm. And I also think just like respecting the process is important um, because obviously we can't force people to be interested in us and we can't force relationships to happen, but I think that there are natural ways to get to know people and, uh, you know, allow people to be able to make their own choices and uh, kind of trusting in the process that things will happen. And even if they don't, there's different things that you can learn from them as well. But I think the most important thing is respecting the other person to make their own choices, to not force things on them, you know, and have mutual consent along the way, even entering into a relationship. I mean, open to things like John and I met on a blind date 
that I didn't even want to go on that I was like 30 minutes late for it. Um, <laughs> because I thought, well, what's, I was just doing it. So like a friend would leave me alone. And mm-hmm. like, so I think being open to the idea of just like trying things that push you out of where you're used to being, um, can be very rewarding in different ways. Cause even if it wouldn't have worked out, at least I would have put myself out there mm-hmm. versus staying at home watching TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. So we're here with Andy Wilson, our beloved social studies teacher who currently teaches 10th graders. And he's had a bout where he taught ninth graders as well. So he knows tons of students in the school. Um, and we thought it'd be fun to ask him some questions about relationships today. So Amy, do you have the first question for him ready? Okay, Dr. Wilson, um, do you mind sharing how you met your wife? Yeah, so I was in, I think, grad school, and I would go to this coffee shop, like, pretty much every day. Like, I went there so much, like, I knew all the baristas, like, on a first name basis, and so, like, every day I was there doing work and, like, working on my dissertation, and like in the spring of 2012 I like noticed my wife like started working there and I was like oh like I'm gonna like go chat her up because I just was like I don't know infatuated from like you know I was like I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna go chat her up at some point and but then I had to figure out a first of all I had to work up the courage to do it and b I had to figure out a way to do it it isn't what wouldn't be like super creepy and like weird (laughs) so (laughs) it took me a long time to kind of like figure out like okay how do I approach her in a super like non bizarre creepy way um and so I was like well I just gotta like wait for like the right moment to happen and I did I waited like wait like probably for like weeks and weeks and there was one moment when my wife was like about to leave and I was like all right I'm leaving at the same time. I'll like hold the door open and like, be like, oh, hey, like hey, whatever. Um, but then like as she was leaving, like some other person like started talking her up. I was like, oh, no, like my moment's gone. <laughs> and so then like, like weeks later, I like finally had another moment where like, it's like, okay, she's leaving. I'm leaving. I'll just be like, oh, hey, you know, and like chat her up. And then it worked. And so I started, I just... I don't know, started talking to my wife and then we got to know each other and we actually didn't start actually like dating each other for like at least a year after we like met. So like we like got to know each other as like friends and, you know, very platonic. And then, yeah. And then like a year later we started dating. So yeah, I, I just, I just randomly met my wife in a coffee shop and yeah, tried to not be a weirdo. That was, (laughs) that was how I did it. Yeah. Making that initiation can be really hard. Oh, yeah. So what would you say to like students who maybe have like want to initiate something? (laughs) Well, it's hard, right? Like, I think you want to be like, I'd say go for it, Mm -hmm. right? Like, be bold and like, don't like hem and haw about how to do it, right? (laughs) Don't necessarily do what I did. Um, But at the same time, you know, you want to like 
you know, do it in an appropriate way, right? Like do it in a way that's like respectful and not like, you know, putting putting too much of your stuff on them, right? Mm-hmm. Like you want to do it in a in a nice way. So like those two things kind of feel contradictory a little bit like go for it but like go for it in a like restrained and respectful way like yeah i i don't know but the worst thing that can happen is they say no or no thank you right, right. so then you're still in the same spot right so. things haven't changed right <laughs> like you'll you'll never know if you don't try yeah. and so you should always like go for it and like if there's a thing to go for in life like it's your relationships right like those are the most important things so yeah i'd say you know, go for that over anything else. Well, as different individuals, you know, students are thinking about relationships. What would you, how would you define just healthy relationships for teenagers? Oh, man. I mean, I think, you know, you're so young, like you, I think it's important to have some perspective, right? Like, it. it's, I think important to like appreciate your relationship and the connection you have with this other person, but also like, you know, you're really young, you're kind of at the start of all of this and that, you know, this, this might not be the person that you're with forever. Right. Like this is somebody that like, it it might be kind of like a transitory thing. So I think like having perspective Mm -hmm. is really important. Like, you know, it might feel like this is the, the one, right. But like, because it feels that way doesn't necessarily mean it is that way like as somebody who you know I was a teenager once and like mm-hmm. I dated and like I remember feeling that way and being like oh this is really exciting and I'm really into it but like you know also kind of being like well I don't know I'm gonna go to college in like a couple years and that'll be different I'll meet different people and just you know keeping that perspective that things will change and like I'm gonna change and that's I think I don't know. I think that's an important thing. Yeah. When you were um, looking for a partner, mm-hmm. did you were there certain like characteristics or qualities that really were meaningful or stood out to you that you were like looking for? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, like I clearly like I like intelligence was like a thing. Like I needed somebody that was like kind of this probably sounds kind of like so I don't know egotistical or something but like somebody that's like my peer like you know like I needed somebody intellectually that kind of like keep up with me um because like I dated I dated women that were like and it's not like they didn't have the capacity they just didn't maybe didn't have the interest or whatever they just weren't as like intellectually curious as me and that those relationships didn't last very long they're I think I tended to get pretty bored in those relationships but like yeah like one of my like one of the things that my wife and I really have that really strengthens our relationship is this like broad intellectual curiosity that we both share. We're interested in a lot of the same things. And so like, we're able to like talk about them at the same level and and everything. And that's really, I think, pretty important for our relationship. So I like, yeah, like intelligence was really like a high priority, but not like just like being smart, but like being curious, like being able to like think about a lot of different things. and um I don't know my wife she thinks she's really funny I think she's all right she's like kind of funny at times but like she's she's able like she's not super serious right like she she's she rolls with a lot of stuff and she puts up with my ridiculousness so that's good I think that's an important thing um 
but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's probably TMI for the youth, but like I, I had a fair number of relationships before I met my wife. And so I kind of got to like, you know, be like try out a lot of different people and try out a lot of different kinds of like relationships with different people. And, and, you know, I did like a musician and like a, somebody the roller derby and that kind of helped me like be like no these are like these are the things that i really value and what i really want and i think like that's the important thing is like the more you know yourself the more you know what you want and like and, and if you don't know yourself really well you'll have a hard time knowing what you want mm -hmm. from it so i think that's really important part of that's just maturity and trying things out and just living your life and yeah it's not like you're gonna wake up one day and be like Oh, I get it. I know it, right? Like, that's not how it works. So, yeah. Because sometimes, like, young people will change themselves for oh, yeah. the person that they want to be with, yeah. or because they think that the other person wants someone who's a certain way. And, yeah, you know, like, really to have successful relationships, you have to be comfortable with yourself and, mm -hmm. you know, know what you want and um, what's going to fuel you to yeah. be happy. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. It's especially when you're young, because you're that's you're 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 not 100% sure what you're into, right? Like that's part of it is figuring out what you're into and what who you are and what you like, and mm -hmm. you you don't know that right away. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are some people that have a better idea than others, and like you know, good for them, but like mm -hmm. that's not true for everybody. So mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's really true. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing your sage words of wisdom <laughs> relationships uh, we appreciate it yeah no problem yeah, thank you yeah and now we have the lovely courtney smith with us you all know courtney when you visit the sso her smiling lovely face so courtney we have a question for you about relationships just what would you tell your own teenage self looking back on relationships and dating if I could go back and talk to my teenage self, I would remind her that you have a lot of life ahead of you. And even though it feels like everyone else is in a relationship and you really, really want to be in a relationship, that you can take your time uh, and that you have plenty of time to meet the right person. So don't rush into anything just because you feel like your friends are in relationships. Um, and I would also remind her that your teenage self does not make the best decisions. <laughs> and so some of the people that you have crushes on in high school and in middle school uh, will also grow and change and uh, you will grow and change as a person as you uh, age as well. So that's important to keep in mind. Yeah. And I also remember being a teenager and having raging hormones. That's how I was when I was a teenager. <laughs> but it is really hard though, you know, because uh, you just feel so emotional, especially if you're interested in somebody or, yeah, you know, it's hard to have perspective. So do you have any advice for like how students can maintain that when you're just a bottle of emotions? I know not everybody is, you know, but emotions are strong at that time yeah. of your life. So yeah, emotions are definitely strong. And I think um, keeping that in perspective and keeping that in the back of your head that, you know, yes, I feel really strongly about this person, or I feel really strongly about, you know, this relationship that I'm in right now, there's nothing wrong with that. And that's, it's not necessarily that your feelings aren't 
valid and aren't true, um, but they might be a little bit exaggerated uh, than they maybe would be later in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's hard to keep in perspective, I think, but um, there's nothing wrong with how you're feeling right now. Just maybe like keep that um, in mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. So another question that we have just in the perspective that, you know, we're all on this long journey of our own self-discovery as well as, uh, you know, people who will be our partners in the future, like discovering more about ourselves as we journey through our own sexuality and gender identity. Do you have any experiences that you could share that could speak to students who are also kind of thinking about those topics? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, My sister uh, actually has been on a journey herself over the last couple of years. She was in a cis relationship for about eight years, I think. Um, She was married to a man and uh, through some therapy and some self-discovery, she came out to our family as as bisexual first. Um, And then she continued on her journey, was doing some self-discovery and she ended up uh, separating from her husband so she could get some time to really figure out who she was and what she wanted out of life. Um, and she is now in a very happy lesbian relationship. Her and her partner um, have been living together for about six months, um, but she is the happiest that I've ever known her. Mm-hmm. So um, it was it was great to watch her go through that discovery and kind of learn things about herself and come into her own and be the happy person that she was meant to be. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, like, values when you're growing up, um, because your family is, like, fairly religious, right? Super religious, Um, yes. And so, you know, that can kind of make you feel like you need to fit inside some box. Yeah. Um, But then whenever you're able to, you know, when you grow up and you have some space and you're able to ask yourself those more um, personal questions, it gives you room to really discover, like, what you do like, what you do value mm-hmm. and like, what is super important to you and what's really going to make you happy. So I'm really proud that she is proud of her, that she is able to like, you know, do that self-discovery and ask herself those questions and, you know, make decisions and movements towards becoming happy because, you know, think about if she wouldn't have done that and mm-hmm. she wouldn't be able to be like her authentic self. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was, it was not an easy journey for her. It was, you know, because our family is very religious and some of them are still opposed to the decisions that they feel like she's making. Um, but, you know, she, like I said, she just took the time to really get to know herself and decide what she wanted for herself. Um, and she chose to make the decisions that would, you know, make her the most happy. Um, and I'm also super proud of her because I got to kind of go through that journey with her. Um, she lived with me and my husband for a while while she was kind of getting things figured out. And so it's been really, really good for all of us as a family to watch her, um, you know, go through that journey and to just really get to know herself better. Um, and that's also helped all of us get to know her better as well. So, you know, we've had a lot of important conversations, a lot of really hard conversations, um, but it's, it's been a really cool journey to be on with her. Awesome. I'm glad that you can be such a great ally and support <laughs> and, you know, it's, people avoid difficult conversations. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that just shows that having those and being comfortable in the uncomfortable sometimes, uh, mm-hmm. really does, uh, push us forward. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for sharing that. Of course. 
So thanks again for joining us for this episode on relationships with coffee with your counselors. We hope that it was informative and we all hope you have a safe and wonderful Valentine's Day. Thanks for joining. Bye.